Thanks for joining us. Maddie makes his return. Your pick. Turn on two. A classic. A classic from 1981. An American werewolf in London. Before we get to any of that, though, Maddie, what have you been watching? Well, after our last uh, pod together, I went back and I watched the four Indiana Joneses that uh, to finish off that series. Mm. Um, mm. Hadn't seen a couple of those in a very long time, and uh, yeah, pretty good. It was yeah. worth, worth a look. I think it's, it's. How did Crystal Skull sit for you? Ah, uh, it's a bit of a turd sandwich. <laughs> it just didn't. It didn't flow. I wasn't invested at all. The accents were horrible. Oh, God, That's what I wasn't shit. into it. I remember thinking, fucking hell, you're a, you've won a couple of Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly someone said, here's a big water catch. It's got a couple of good moments, but you were right. It just goes for about 40 minutes too yeah, long. Yeah. Just unnecessary. Yep. You can just make them. And I think when movie. they nuked the fridge, I think you're already on the back foot. Yeah. You know, they've already sort of fucked it up yeah. somewhat. And then everything's kind of on the back foot with it. Yeah, did enjoy that one, but that's is what it is. Space Jam with the little fella again for the 18th. original or the original. He oh. is obsessed with Michael Jordan. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, everything Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. So yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's actually not bad. I don't, yeah, know. I don't mind. Space Jam. <laughs> I don't I mind. Fun. I never saw the sequel. Anyone? Oh look, the, the LeBron one. Great. It just gets a little bit meta. It's like it's, done with some Bill Murray. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, its problem is it's not funny <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's which is not. sad because LeBron actually has a has a is a handy, reasonably handy, a comedic sort of presence. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> what's uh, what's the one with um, the comedian? Trainer. Yeah, trainer. Yeah, he's really good, good in that. that. Also watched uh, the the Three Stooges, the nineteen the twenty twelve movie. Oh right, okay. Which again, the little fella was like. I don't want to watch this, and now it's in his top three movies of all time. That's cool. <laughs> is that any good? Uh, it's Larry David as a nun is hilarious. Is really really good. Yeah. The rest of the movie is a bit blah, but it's like yeah, I don't think you're expecting that much when you go in to see. No, it. but Larry David, he's just <laughs> screaming his head off. And <laughs> it's he's great. And then the last one I watched is a uh, Wolf Like Me, which is a uh, on Stan. It's a six part. Thing with Isla oh, Fisher and yes, Josh Gad, yeah. yeah, which I feel if I keep going with the werewolf theme. And how was it? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's really just a, it's an emotional comedy drama, but it's the the werewolf aspect of it's very small, but it like adds an extra element to it. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining though. I really enjoyed it. We I watched that one with the wife, and it was pretty good. Good. All right. I had very little. Right. I watched two of the untold, new untold documentaries on Netflix, the sports mm-hmm. docos. I watched the Johnny Football one about Johnny Manziel, mm. and I watched the one called Hall of Shame, which is about the Balco drugs in sports scandal. Johnny Football was interesting because initially, kind of like he seems like a bit of a dill, like it's kind of like this guy's a bit of a fuckwit, you know, and him yeah. and his buddies that they're a bit fuckwits. But it's sort of more. The more it went along, the more I was kind of like, I kind of get where he's coming from. He didn't love it. Yeah. He just mm. did not love the game. He, he and he said it openly. I was a frat boy, basically. But it, when I went on the field, it just came to me. But I played like by the seat of my pants. I didn't mm. read playbooks. I didn't watch film. Mm. I, I just went out there and I did it. And I was really good at it at the college level. Mm. When it came to the NFL. Clearly, you can't do that. 
Yeah. You have to go and he's in and out. Do that. Mm. And so he was, but his his career sort of flamed out. And look, he but then there's the argument of you can be the dumb frat boy, or when you, there's there's yeah. millions, millions of dollars, dollars on the you table. could work for ten years yeah. and your family set for generations. And I think his do you read the playbook? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd have a flick through yeah. it. Yeah. I, I would, I would. But in his defence, he was kind of like, well, once I got to the NFL, you know, even then, you know, things were beginning to. I, I was all, I was, you know, I wasn't enjoying it anyway. Yeah. And then I was put in a system where they're trying to tell you what to do, and that didn't didn't sit mm. for me. Like it just mm. didn't work for me. And he, yeah, and he clearly, he, he freely admitted, yeah, he had fucking drug and alcohol problems. Yeah, so I think that's when you add all that to the mix, it's just not working. Really, yeah, exactly. The poor um, bloke. He um, so he didn't get picked up by another team, and then tried to commit suicide. Like he's, yeah, yeah. It's just it's, it's it's a, by the at the end of it, you, know, you don't want story. that to, to to look at sport that way. Yeah. That you want to kill yourself because I mean he was copping fucking shit left and right. Yeah. I mean this is oh. what I'm. This is what I say. He could be the biggest dickhead in the world, and I actually didn't find him to be that big a dickhead. The more mm. it went along, I was kind of like, man, he kind of seems like kind of guy you'd you'd have a bit of a laugh and a beer with. Yeah. But to cop that much shit, like just for playing sport or not being that interested in it. Yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Think well, about we it. we talked it's about opportunities like the right? NBA draft, right? Like, the amount of pressure that's being put on guys who just happen to have been picked high. Yeah. And somebody else has said, this guy's got this oozing talent. And so, automatically, <clears throat> next thing that comes along is people say, oh, well, if this guy doesn't win fucking five championships, he's going to be a failure. Mm. It's like, imagine that type of pressure. If you win one fucking championship, you have just... I know. You know. You've done something no one can ever take away from you. I mean... Basically, like... I think we talked about this in one of the last f- episodes, but they're making that comment about Victor mm. and saying if he doesn't win five championships, they're comparing him to the, well, it was arguably the, <clears throat> the fucking greatest power forward who's ever played. So yeah. well, his chances was, of being at that level are fucking slim. The comment we were talking about was if he doesn't reach Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's... That's right. Level, he's a failure. It's <laughs> what like, the fuck? Are we talking about? won fucking six MVPs and five championships. What are you talking one about? Of the, one of the greatest players to ever walk the earth. If that is your starting part, <laughs> I mean, fuck. What's well, like, a skyhook like? Oh, yeah, exactly. You're not giving him any room. Yeah, you're not giving him any me. room. And so, in a way, and it I'll... comes. I mean, it, it, that motherfucker played two preseason games, and after the first one, people were calling him a bust. It's yeah. like, are you serious? The guy's barely fucking. And touch them, touch the NBA court. Well, we know your legacy's made in the preseason. Of course, yeah. exactly. of course. I mean, Tim Duncan getting getting towed up by Greg Ostertag is what everyone remembers. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, that's right. Everyone's forgotten about that now. That he's won fucking five titles. But I guess the way I looked at it was it was interesting because I sort of went into the doco mm. thinking I'm going to hate this boat. Like yep. everything I've heard about him. Like it's gonna sort of grate on me because mm. I think what a waste of talent. But the more I the more I looked at it, the more I just thought, well, he has every right to fucking not enjoy the game. So it was a bit of both. You yeah, think? you but sort he, of you start you start off kind of not liking him because you feel I feel like you know he's a guy who probably acted like a bit of a tool. Well, him describing himself and just saying I'm just a frat boy is yeah, yeah. kind that's of like kind well, of, well, <laughs> well that's, so that's you right. know, it might be a bit of a dick, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. But, but you're right. It's the more I got into it, the more I think to myself, well, he has every right to fucking not enjoy it. And, yeah. he, and he also has every right to say, to say, well, fuck. Yeah. And you the, know, the, the majority committed. of the people criti- criticising 
and fucking, you know, we've, we've spoken about fans that live and die by this shit. The majority of people that are going to do that and, and fucking get on the internet and call you all sorts of names, they haven't fucking made the NFL. They've, you've done something that they, they yeah, a handful. haven't done. Like, know, like a, a, a small percentage of people, of people get done. to do, right? Yes, he threw it away, right? Yeah. He did. If he'd have fucking ducked his head down and and played and pushed and tried to get better, maybe he'd have had a, eked out a 10-year you career. Can, you can Just still be a backup five, quarterback. Last five and years, make, get yourself some dollars and yeah. get out of there. You can be a backup quarterback and make $5 million a year. Yeah, yeah. And I would suggest that maybe part of it, part of him looking back, is sort of thinking, well, fuck, if I'd have just been a little bit more savvy, yeah. you know, the career, I could have had a little bit of nest egg. Yeah. But in saying that too, you know, I mean, I look at also look at someone like Nick Kyrgios, for instance, mm. right? Mm. The guy's got fucking loads of talent, oodles of talent. And more recently, I feel like he might have turned a touch of a corner that, that you know, he is actually finding a bit of that fire to, 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 to go for the, to aim for the top. Yeah. But you know what? He's fucking, once again, he's got every right to say, I don't love the, the game. I'm well, he'll tell it. anyone who'll listen yeah, that if, you, if really it was up to him, it, he'd play basketball because exactly. he loves basketball, but he doesn't love tennis as much. And I feel like you know, we shouldn't fucking fair shit on people for that. I don't think that's the main reason he gets shat on. <laughs> no, it's not. But what I'm saying is people have always pointed... Uh, they're always pointing fingers at these athletes Yeah. in the media. I think it's good that we've hit a place that someone can say, this is my job. Yeah. I mean, fucking Jokic... They're talking about how, you know, yeah. they're talking to him about winning the NBA title and that shit. And he's got, I've got to get back to Serbia and race some horses. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, this is just a job. I've got other shit to do. Yeah, I know. It's the least <laughs> invested finals MVP I've ever seen. Yeah, but maybe that's why he's so good. Because, well, partly because it is. his compartmentalisation is, is the pressure is not applied to him because he doesn't take it like that. His, yeah, takes talent, it as, his talent is next level. It's I've got a job to do. This is the job I've got to do. Yeah. And if it, if it fucking doesn't come up, so be it. Well, I, I think there's, a, there's an element of that. I think there's an element of that. I think he did pretty well in the horses too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he won fucking six out of eight races. <laughs> so the guy, but I think there's an element of that where it's you don't feel the pressure as much in yourself because you're like, this is just. I mean, fucking win or lose, I, I still have to fucking get up tomorrow and do the same. You know, yeah, go yeah. feed the fucking horses. Like, and like, maybe it's more of also a, I don't hang my hat on this shit. Yeah. Well, like, no, if he doesn't. If he's not invested, if he comes in weighing 400 pounds yeah. next, next season. Imagine next being not, you know, not 100% invested in being a fucking champion, MVP, two-time MVP, finals MVP, and you're just thinking, I've just got to get on me fucking, i just got to race some horses. <laughs> yeah, what though? Jokic can now do nothing for the rest of his fucking career. Yeah, exactly. And he's still going to be considered awesome. You know, like he's going to sit, there's, going to, there's a legendary status to him. Mm. Because he's brought a fucking title to Denver. Yeah, yeah. That they have not had. Yeah. So fuck this can <laughs> He can just say, "Well, fuck." Do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah, I can retire true. now. Still not one of the. Still not you know top five in the MVP according to Mark Jackson. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that boy got paid accordingly this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're fired. Thanks for your thanks for your analysis, Mark. Oh fuck, Mark! What are you on? <laughs> is it two times MVP? Arguably had a better season and definitely had a better postseason. But nah, he's not top five MVP. <laughs> More triple-doubles than any player ever or something. I love how he came out and started saying that was a mistake and then Hmm. all these other reporters were like, like, no, no, you can't fucking make that sort of mistake. There's there's checks and balances. you got drop-downs. you got the are you sure's after you. (laughs) Come on, Mark. Um, And the other one, Hall of Shame, was interesting because it was about 
Balco and it is very much skewed in Victor Conti's he's he's the main talker on it and there's no Marion Jones there's no Barry mm. Bonds there's none of these because you know what they never took anything. No, oh, of course not. <laughs> Barry Bonds went from 210, 210 pounds to 228 yeah. in a fucking year. Natural. And he was like 34. Yeah. I was saying, this guy's on the downslides and suddenly bang, he's fucking hitting. And I didn't take anything. <laughs> you, Barry. Yeah. It's been on some natural oils. <laughs> just fucking say nothing. Yeah, yeah. And just, just don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, Tim Montgomery was in it, the the sprinter. And his yeah. angle, I felt, was the more interesting one, where he was basically saying when when they approached him with it, this whole supplement regime, which included human growth hormone and all that shit, mm. as well as this stuff called the clear, that was what Conti was running, which I think was kind of like EPO. Mm. Yep. And he said, you know, it, it, it just... It, all you could think about was... Being the fastest man in the world, mm. so you just fucking you, you put yeah, all that aside. Yeah, you don't think about what the outcome might be. Because be, imagine being that close and not thinking you had enough. Like, yeah, you can understand how it happens. And you know, he clearly, he freely admitted, you know, I fucked it up. I fucked up. Mm. You know, I shouldn't have done it. Mm. But you're blindsided because you're blinded by the fact that you can become. The greatest, and unfortunately, Tim, you didn't really become. The yeah, no. Yeah, you broke the world mm. record, but you didn't become the greatest. Like, mm. there's a difference between breaking the world record and being the greatest. Yeah. You know. Well, there was a period there, and I think he was in it, where it seemed like you'd have the world record for two days, and then some motherfucker with a you know a tenth of a second off. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> fucking. I mean, that bullshit that Ben Johnson ran. I mean, that shit was getting wiped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Left and right. Or, yep. or did uh, sorry? Did only Bolt get to that? I can't remember I can't now. Remember. Because fuck, I mean, what's he was talking about human growth hormone? <laughs> that guy was on some shit. Ben Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah he like, was on everything. But every man, I mean, everyone race. in the race was. <laughs> All of them got done for drugs except, except Carl Lewis. Smith. No, Carl Lewis got done. No, no, Carl Lewis never officially got done. Yeah, no, but he did get done. He did get done. Yeah. We know that. But he's one of the group. There's only two that never got. It was never sort of. Raised. Yeah. One of them was Calvin Smith, who came third. Yeah. So Carl fuck, did it. He must be loving himself because he's yeah, sitting yeah. there. He's like um, he's Bradley. like bloody. No, well, he's like um. <laughs> yeah. Give me the ice skater. <laughs> Who's the Aussie fellow who won the Tour de France? Ooh. Evans. Um, Cadell Evans. He's a Cadell Evans. He fucking wins that shit clean while all these other pricks are fucking yeah, yeah. riding around with stuff shoved in their ass. I was thinking, I believe the story was uh, around him. Carl Lewis got done in a in a US yes. team test. They showed it in that uh, documentary. <laughs> um, sweep it under the rug. Bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. The guy had a letter. Lesson, Carl. If you if you were taking drugs, stop fucking talking about anti-drugs every chance you get. Yes. <laughs> Just say, no comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, Ben was on something. Yeah. Don't, don't like what about it. you, Carl? Yeah. Uh, interview's finished. Carl, <laughs> it's a fucking 100 metre sprint, mate. Every cunt's on it. Okay? Let's, yeah. not, let's not. Ben was just on the heavy shit. Yeah. Like, Ben had a third leg, like a fourth leg. He had gr- he, he, he was so big. Yeah, he was pretty, massive. Like, he looked like a weightlifter. He was stocky, yeah, yeah. yeah. See. But Carl, Carl was obviously, you know, Carl had 
definitely wasn't taking performance enhancers for his voice. We oh, know that. No, no, he's <laughs> acting. Remember when Michael Johnson and fucking Daly Thompson, Thompson and all yeah, that yeah. tore him apart on yeah. <laughs> when they were on the coverage for the Olympics? Yeah. It's funny. But Bolt's the, Bolt's the most interesting one mm. because he's got, like, the, the physique... Because he's so tall and he's yeah, got yeah. so much leg mm. stride length, yeah. I believe he that he's clean. a freak. Because like he looks he, like, you know, people say run like a gazelle. He's a guy that actually looks like that. Yeah. He's got a long stride. And he's like, not super massive. Like, no. he's, he's solid, but he's yeah. not super massive. You want him to do well, too, because he seems like an affable bloke. Yeah. Like and I never heard him walking around going, I'm fucking clean! I'm <laughs> 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 clean as a whistle! Yeah, the rest oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he just sort of just, you know, and, and it would hurt the sport. I felt like that one was okay, too. From what I've heard, actually the one about Jake Paul is supposedly the best one. Mm. But I haven't, I haven't sort of got around to watching that one yet. So I might check that one out. Because, yeah, I don't know much about him. Mm. Um, he seems like a bit of a deal, but also, again, there's an interesting thing about him coming from that influencers thing and then actually becoming a boxer who some people are saying is actually better than people are making out. Mm. He's actually a better boxer than people think. Yeah. Even though he's fighting bums, he is. He's yeah. fighting guys that aren't... Well, he's not fighting bums. He's, he's fighting, fighting cage fighters, fighters that are done. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting yeah. people that aren't necessarily And he did fight and he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Mm. But fuck. I mean, Mayweather could have whipped his ass any day, day of the week, couldn't he? The thing that needs to happen, he keeps kind of p- trying to put money up for people like Canelo. That, that's that's what you need to do. That'll, but that's that'll be, right. <laughs> that's I don't think he wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he should not do that. Did he fight yeah. Butterbean, that round bloke? No, no, Butterbean, <laughs> holy shit. Did he fight him? <laughs> no, no, Butterbean's uh, well and truly gone. The point when I realised this Canelo character, I hadn't seen him fight. The point when I realised he was a real deal was when he fucking towelled up Gennady Golovkin, <laughs> who previously I'd watched exploding people's heads on a routine basis. And that bloke took some fucking Golovkin hammer and yeah, yeah. fucking shook it off. Remember when they, they started talking to Golovkin about, you know, when did you know you were good at fighting? He was like, oh, well, I had two brothers who used to um, fucking run around town and tell... Adults, when I was about 12 or 13, they'd run up and tell an adult, This fella just fucking um, whistled at your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing, the bloke could shape up. Because <laughs> they're going, That was their gas. <laughs> <laughs> their good time was to get me into a blue with an adult. When I was 12 or 13. Fucking <laughs> hell. Alright, Jesus Christ. But no, look, I think that my bloke might be a better boxer than people think. Yeah. But I, he's not going to yourself against but, but he's not going to do that because that's not what he does. Mm. What he does is he he sells, he, he sells fights. Yeah. And like someone like Mundine, you have to hand it to him. They're selling tickets to that well, shit. Is it any different to what's going on in Australian boxing at the moment? Yeah. Like Australian boxers struggle to get yeah, a big through the door. audience until you're at the profile of like Tim Zoo. Yeah. But you whip out Paul Gallen versus Barry Hall and yeah. you fucking sell millions. Correct. You know, like so you can kind of see what what the angle is. So it'd be yeah. interesting to actually see that, Doc. Until we get Zuckerberg versus Musk, I'm not interested <laughs> oh, that's in That's not happening. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Well, they're both training hard. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> they're fucking both pulling themselves. Now, come on. I'll never forgive him for changing it to X. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man! All right. Well, what, what have you watched? Jeff? What have I watched? So I watched a few things. Got into a bit of Ninja Turtles because the kids, uh, you know, obviously the new movie's coming out, so me and the kids settled on the 2003 version of the the series. Is mm. that? Oh, it's the series, not the movie. Not no, the... no, yeah. So we're we're whipping our way through a series. Yep. Personally, I thought the last one there was one in 2012, which was actually really cool. Like it was funny, and that was the one that had all these nods to horror movies. Like there's episodes that are straight straight out of Leatherface and, and and there's actually characters where you're like that's fucking Drayton Sawyer and yeah. he's got a chainsaw that says Sawyer's family or, you know like yeah. and, and you know Robert Englund voices a character that turns up in their dreams and has the razor claws and shit like that so that was cool but we went back to the, this one in 2003 which is kind of like still very kid aimed but it's got a few darker sort of darker episodes like we jump straight into an episode where Baxter Stockman who'd basically been fucking torn apart by the shredder like the shredder was every time he failed he was like taking an eye or cutting an arm off or something like that he essentially recreated himself and this episode was kind of like fucking Frankenstein a little bit of the fly where his body starts fucking disintegrating and stuff like that and they ended up not airing it so yeah, there's a couple of episodes like that that are, that are a little darker, so I can kind of get into it as well with the kids. But yeah, that's that's good fun. Looking forward to checking out the new movie. Um, I might I might have seen Return of the Ooze. The, the oh, second, the second film. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. I remember it being the better of the <clears throat> first better? two. Oh, no, no, he's no. <laughs> not. It was so bad. You want to talk Power about Rangers? You want to talk about excitement levels though? I recall dialing up one of those four ninety five a minute lines to hear a, um, an early cut of Ninja Rap before the yeah. movie came out. <laughs> Vanilla <laughs> Ice, is, I was Vanilla Ice is the you best actor did, in that movie. Did, did you? <laughs> I did. I, oh, did. I asked my parents first. I said, oh. "I call up to hear this Vanilla Ice song." It would have cost you. Fun. Fucking four hundred bucks, just acting. And they said, "Don't no ninja go, ninja go." I think in the scheme of things, I think in the of things, it would have cost me ten squid to, to listen. To. Oh my god! Oh shit! Good you old should days. not have mentioned that. Good old days. <laughs> Thankfully, we have YouTube now for that sort of shit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, I went back to Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one with Larry Drake? Yeah. Late 70s? So, I went back to it, and this time with the Joe Bob Bob Briggs wraparound, which was cool. And then I found the sequel, which was only just made in the kind of, you know, because Dark Knight of the Scarecrow had kind of got that swell of of So, they made one this this year? Or last year? Last year, I think it came out. Same... Director, I believe. Shocking. Shocking. It was really bad. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'd, I'd go back to the first one any day, though. For a TV movie, it's yeah. fucking good. Yeah. It's got a bit like a, almost like a Halloween kind of vibe in that it's, it, it's there's no, there's no gore, but the scares are there. And some really good acting performances in that one. I stumbled into the cinema for Barbie, 
Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That is embarrassing as Ninja that's Rat Force. No, I want to say that. Uh, it's actually really pretty good. good thing. It's actually okay. pretty good. Uh, I think it's a bit. It goes on a bit long and gets it gets lost a little bit in the message at the end. But there's portions of it that are fucking awesome, and some of the the commentary on the consumerism and the toys and stuff is really really good. From that point, I went into Argento territory. Oh. Now, as someone that likes horror, I I have kind of. I don't want to say I've ignored the giallo sort of subgenre, but I haven't exactly dived headfirst head into it like I did for Vanilla Ice and people like that. But, um, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, 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 that guy was uncool as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, oh, continue for God's sake. <laughs> so I watched, I watched Tenebrae. Tenebrae, okay, yeah. yeah. That one's not too bad. Tenebrae, is, yeah, it was pretty cool. The Argento's thing, always been style over substance. The, the, the plots yeah, are yeah. fucking ridiculous and there's well, nothing the plots, new to it. It was kind of a little bit all over the shop, but it, it kind of wraps up in a, in a reasonable little sort of twists and turns at the end. It's because obviously there's a bit of a mystery to it. So that part wasn't too bad. The funniest part, if you can, watch it with Joe Bob Briggs. He fucking, he starts ragging on the part where there's like this, there's this two and a half minute sequence where they're in the house and these two girls are in the house and the killer's around and whatever. But then the, the score from Goblins kicks in and we start getting these fucking sweeping shots of the outside of the house and the roof and then to another window and then we fucking go around the house again. Yeah, Briggs wasn't having it. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, we, we sweep around the thing for two and a half fucking minutes. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was kind of, yeah, basically calling it a little bit overindulgent and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think that and has it does always go been Argento's problem. Yeah, it does go there at times, but it is very stylish, yeah, very, yeah. very slick. and Not so cool. I, I watched Cannibal Holocaust, <laughs> which it's one of those ones where, obviously, you hear about it over and over. You know, it just pops up on horror movie lists and things like that and obviously it's a very kind of controversial movie but I'd never really felt the urge to watch it it just didn't didn't no. appeal to me no but yeah I saw it there I just thought oh well fuck I'll have a look that is a scummy bit of work yeah it's fucking exploitation in every every angle yeah there are certain aspects to it that I understand why it's it's got something of a legacy like the whole sort of found footage aspect of it very very early on and some reasonable sort of artistic touches in the direction in parts, mm. but I mean, fuck! I didn't. I don't need to see animals being killed for real. And uh. I mean, the bit where they get the turtle and they fucking get a machete and cut its head off, I was just like, nah. What the fuck are we doing? I Why don't are we need putting that, that on. And yeah, I read some of that about how it was possibly a marketing thing for particular markets, and that it did work to some extent. But yeah, I mean, fuck. Some of it is just so scummy. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's not the type. I, I prefer to watch something with a with a thrilling kind of story and and exciting sequences rather than just, oh, we're going to shock you by just putting the fucking scummiest thing we can put on the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like nah. that's where I felt it felt it kind of landed in the end, and that was that was me. That's everything. Yep. All right, let's take a break. <clears throat> Here's the trailer for 1981's An American Werewolf in London. For the first 23 years of David Kessler's life, he was only human. 
Then, one night, he took a walk on the moors. Beware the moonlets. Is David behaving strangely? Are you all right now? Well, I'll let you know the next full moon. Tomorrow night's the full moon. You're going to change. From the director of Animal House, a different kind of animal, an American werewolf in London, rated R. An American Werewolf in London from 1981, written and directed by John Landis, who made Animal House, and produced by George Falsey Jr., who produced The Three Amigos. It stars David Norton as David Kessler, Griffin Dune as Jack Goodman, and Jenny Agatha as Alex Price. The budget was $10 million, the box office was $30 million, and this is John Landis's personal favourite film of his own. Hmm. All right, Maddie, kick us off, mate. Look, I enjoyed this one. It's got, it's got good aspects of, of horror, good aspects of comedy, some confusing decisions in the script, and and I guess uh, with some of the interactions between the characters, the main guy looks like he's about thirty-five. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wasn't sure. On that. <laughs> I'm sure what the actual fucking. But he does a good job of oh, acting like he's 18. He's definitely aced out of the Kentucky to a range. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, no, I mean, if he is, if he, if he is right on the, the, the race, the edge of the he's, edge of yeah, he's ready to compete for a sprinting championship. <laughs> but, um, but all in all, like it's good enough, kept me engaged, it gave me some laughs, and I left feeling pretty good about it. I gave it three and a half. Yeah. Snake Eyes, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> Finally back to Snake Eyes, Jared. Snake eyes for me too. Snake eyes for you. Three and a half for me. I feel like story starts really, really well. I think the atmosphere that they they get together and the the, the way that they craft it is it happens really quickly, but it's really engaging. Mm. From that point, there's parts that I really like, but there's also elements where I think the story's really thin. Like what's actually yeah. happening with the characters is reasonably thin, but we're stretching some of the moments out. Obviously, the effects in that particular scene are fucking phenomenal all round, really. The wolf mm. looks really good, and that famous scene is is still top of the pile for a reason. And, yeah, as you said, the, the mix of horror and comedy is generally pretty good. There's a couple of points where I feel that it actually hurts the horror part of it. But overall, yeah, three and a half for me, for sure. Mm. Look, I went, um, I went four mm. and was close to saying four and a half. Ooh. Like I really, I had not seen this in twenty five years, mm. and I the only thing I ever remembered about it was the transformation. Yeah, yeah. So I vaguely remember them being on the moors and stuff like that. So when when I started it up, I was kind of like, I'll probably have to sort of fight my way through this one. Mm. But I, like you, it comes off at a, it starts at a fucking it's really really the atmosphere is outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really creepy. That shit up on up on the moors and the slaughtered lamb and all that. They shoot yeah. it so well when they're in those horror scenes at the beginning there because it's like it's three sixty degrees. You don't know. Yeah. Even just the first scene, they yeah. they get off the truck and then it's three sixty. You don't know if it's going to come from behind. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really, really like really the cool. way that happened. Yes, I agree with you that there's character wise. Yeah, look, there's not much there. Huh? Yeah. There really isn't. Because there's not much real um, arc to anything, but she runs at a pretty fast clip. Yeah. And it it basically just intersperses moments of humour with fucking violence that's pretty fucking... pretty full on. Mm. And then tosses in some really nice camera work and stuff 
the shot on the the one that really sticks out for me is on Subway. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'd forgotten looking down at the from the escalator and you see the wolf come out mm. just very briefly. It looks fucking awesome. Like it just yeah. looks so awesome. And like you, the FX they they won't be topped. No, like they won't. They can't be because the computer stuff looks so stupid. Yeah, how they kind of in these ones now they just morph suddenly into a fucking yeah, yeah, morph. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those situations where the limitations actually make it even better because yeah. it's slow. Yes, and it takes some time. Whereas now you would just have something fucking bursting. Yeah, yeah. You know, out of its skin, like yeah. it, it happens. The in... fingers coming through the oh, fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. His yeah. hand going. Yeah, and just turning into this massive. Yeah. He doesn't every know what's going on as well. It's, it's just, just it's great, bang, just like that. Like every time I've seen it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Some good atmosphere, tension. I actually found it quite scary at times. Yeah, because I think they build some of that. So straight out of the gate, the practical effects, like they're fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's forty years old. Mm. Yeah, and that transformation is fucking unbelievable even like after just, after the first death Jack's yeah his face, face even though you can see they built it up yeah, yeah. it just looks awesome though because it looks really you can good. see all the muscles and sinew and dangle. shit you got a bit yeah. of dangling skin his throat's ripped out yeah, and supposedly there's a cut sequence where he eats a bit of toast and you see it go <laughs> down <laughs> drops there. down but yeah, the hair on his body looks fucking realer than my actual yeah. hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> looking at my arms going, yeah, that looks... And just up. where they showed a side shot of his fucking mouth going... Yeah, yeah the extended, coming like forward. the jaw and everything, um, yeah. And all the bladders and stuff, like everything's moving and it's just incredible. Mm. And the fact that they could actually show him on his back in like in full, they show him laying on his back. Clearly, I think he's in the in the floor. Yeah, but it's it, looked it like. looks pretty seamless the mm. way it's done. Yeah, but even then, like you know, as you said, the the other effects, like the effects for his mate, the effects in the the dream with those oh, yeah. fucking wolf soldier looking <laughs> things. Germans, but even then, I thought that shit's unsettling. Yeah, like, yeah. I keep bringing this out. Funnily enough, being a collector, that's one of the few action figures I've seen in the movie. Is one of those fucking guys. <laughs> 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 really, in the scheme of things, I really want that one. In his uh, dream sequence, when he wakes up in the middle of the forest, yeah. uh, the he looks up the, at her and goes, "He's got the demon eyes." Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. really cool effects all the way through. I love the bit when the guy steps in that fucking woman's arm. <laughs> Shit, he looks down. There's a fucking arm on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, as far as the special effects, I'll tell you the bit that I feel works better than I expected is that they usually shoot the monster initially, the the wolf, in, like, quick cuts and you can hear the screaming of it, but you don't see it real well. Like, yeah. they, they, they sort of... It's in darkness or whatever. Yeah. But then when it comes out in Piccadilly Circus, it's in front... Like, it's, it's fully put in front of everything. Yeah. And it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yep. Like the finished product it, of the wolf was not just, my favourite thing. <laughs> but... I could see how you would like it. I just love the fact that it's running around the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're showing it from the, the top half, so they're not yeah. bothered. They're not showing the back end. I mean, there was a lot of parts where they just cut to a quick bit of the face and yeah. the teeth and stuff yeah, like that. But, 
part of that was just a bit of restraint early yeah. on too. Yeah. Like, and you see, you see blokes trying to get out of its way because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's teeth are going. Yeah, I yeah. was like, uh, I thought, like I thought that was going to look ridiculous. Mm. Like, yeah. I actually thought this is probably not going to work because it's too. It could have been way worse than it was. Yeah, but I think it actually turned out alright. Mm. And plus, what he does is, is dish out a bit of carnage too. Fucking cars, run, people getting run over. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Someone gets hit by a bus and then run over by a car. And one guy goes flying out of the fucking bus window. Window, yeah, yeah. That's straight after the policeman's had his head bitten off. Doesn't someone? Yeah, doesn't someone also get driven backwards through the fucking window? Yeah, carnage. And that was part. I think. It was kind of. I think it was purposeful that a few of those we were supposed to just like, holy shit, never giggle at. Like, yeah, I actually think looking at that that sequence, the transformation and and the stuff in the thing, are probably the best special practical special effects that we will ever see. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Fair because call. because there's so much puppet work. There's so much. Mm. You know, there's so much shit that they have to do to actually make it look, and and the thing probably even more so because there's so many different elements to that one. Yeah. But I just feel like you know that just what you said before, the Savinis and the Rick Bakers and the fucking Rob Botines and that back in the early '80s, they were fucking magicians. Like what they were doing was just unbelievable. Yeah. Like, well, as you as you've said, and as we've spoken about a bunch of times, you had to it had to be on, the camera had to be what you were fucking seeing. Yeah. So, you know... You had to work out a way to make it look like it was happening on camera. Correct. You couldn't just take it into the studio, the, the, the effects shop later and go, yeah. well, we'll just move sort that it out. And yeah. I think there's been some really cool examples of where they've blended the two. Like, I always... I mean, every time I watch Slither... Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, they've, they've done nice. a really cool job of, of the practical effects here and then, you know, covering over bits and pieces... But yeah, in terms of like for, for for time, for what you can do with the computer effects, with like you know superhero movies, for example, they're always going to use the the fucking CGI to get that shit done. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I think that the heyday of practical is obviously pretty Over. well gone. But yeah, I don't know. You always hold out hope that that someone will bring it back. Yeah. It's like a Gorman style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of, bit of stuff like that. I would agree. Um, I think the balance of the scares and the laughs is actually pretty good. Mm. I actually think they get it right. Yeah. Um, for a large portion for of For the it. most part, I yeah. would agree with that. There's a couple sure. of moments where it's probably like, no, hang on. Yeah. Like a little bit there. But they never veer too far into comedy. No. So I feel like they, they get balance the, the balance line pretty, right. pretty quick, uh, pretty, mm. pretty handily. Because it could have just tipped over into to being too funny. Yeah. Or trying to be too funny. Um, I did read a piece of trivia. The executive producers, um, John Peters and Peter Gruber, wanted Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Belushi as the two guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Good. like, clearly these two fuckwits knew nothing about film because that's not working. Like, the Blues Brothers, that works. Yeah, yeah. That's not working here. Like, Peter's finally <laughs> got his... What are you doing? Peter's finally got his mechanical spider, man. Uh, yeah, it's true. Me- yeah. Mechanical spider with Superman. So. <laughs> I'm just picturing the... With the Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Everything's smashing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'll say David has, did... A, the David characters did a really good job at times. There would be something that would 
change the mood a little bit and he wakes up from that German dream and he's just like holy shit <laughs> or just like the way he'd be there's one one of the dream sequences he's like curled up against the wall yeah. it's sort of a, an unnatural reaction and, mm. and people react to that I, I thought that did a good job of yeah. pushing I would pushing agree. the script along and I think I actually think the performances are pretty good mm. I think the two David and Jack and Jack mm. I think they do a really good job of actually giving them almost like we feel like they're buddies even yeah. though we really only see them for a handful of scenes together I thought Jack yeah. was great the every, opening the opening every, salvo is quite well yeah. handled about how they get them we yeah. get that these guys are buddies they've been buddies for years yeah their banter is at a point they're just talking about chicks and every single opportunity <laughs> I must admit I, I couldn't stop laughing when they fucking decide to engage in what's that shit on the wall at the slaughtered lamb yeah, 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 <laughs> every yeah, fucking yeah. bloke goes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, oh, I think the, the good thing with that, like they they got a bit of comedy out of those two, but it also provided the opportunity to to talk about fucking him becoming a werewolf. Yeah, because if it hadn't have been those two, I'm looking around and I'm like, no one yeah. would have been. Yeah, he's, well, he's trying no to bounce, he's trying to bounce it off the the nurse, and there's a long period of the movie, and and it works that she's like. You, you're a little bit crazy. You, you know, this isn't happening or whatever. Yeah, and I think it's sweet. Yes. I've got question marks on why was she was riding home when you just told <laughs> you that I think I'm a fucking werewolf. Yeah. And my dead mate keeps. I think there's a fucking. Uh, I think there's a Formula One motel down the road that's quite <laughs> no, cheap. You can I fucking think stay there. If you just go down the corridor of the hospital, there's a psychiatric ward you can fucking hang out in. But yeah, if it wasn't. If it wasn't. If it wasn't, wasn't, if it wasn't Jack. <laughs> Jesus. none of that's coming out and yeah. none of his panic and none of that stress and, and it's kind of like it serves to be what's going on in his head a little bit about yeah. what's going on yeah. what are your options your other options are the police yeah oh, the, other, the, doctor, case, the doctor is the other guy the yeah. you could yeah. potentially do it with but so he, the, he only comes yeah. comes a favour with it after he's gone back to the slaughtered land. Yeah, and I think it, it works from the horror aspect, it works from the comedy aspect. Like, you get a bit of both out of that. You get the, the horror elements because it's kind of horrific seeing this bloke. Well, I wish we had a scene him eating a bit of toast. Well, that would have been fucking pissed um, But, yeah, and, and he's talking about some heavy shit. He's saying, kill yourself, kill yeah, yourself. Yeah. Like, there was mm. points where I was watching it and my kids wandered into the room and it was fucking, you know, the, the sequence where they're telling... There's the group of them telling them... Yeah. Oh, you can fucking shoot yourself. That's the way to get it done. Quick yeah. and clean. Oh, sleeping tablets. So I could yeah. quickly just pause that. Hey, what's yeah. going on, yeah. guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact that they ba- that again, they balance the comedy and horror in that first sequence when he, he first returned. Mm. I think they balance it really nicely where he sort of says, oh, you know, that bird, she, she shacked up with this bloke after at my funeral and you know yeah. we get a bit of a laugh and then he just goes into the whole beware the moon you know you know yeah, what yeah. you're going to become and they do it in that scene too where where the group of them in the fucking the uh, the stag theatre <laughs> weirdest <laughs> poor love ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually I triggered a good laugh that was in the funny. credits because they've named all of the porn actors <laughs> so they, they uh you know, even when they're talking about that and he's introducing him to all the people that he's killed and stuff like that, that there's laughs there. Yeah. In the midst of some really fucking 
heavy shit that yeah. they're talking about. Yeah, they are. Once again, him, tell him to kill himself. Carnivorous lunar activity. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that they go, this is, um, he goes, this is whatever his name is and his fiance. And she goes, hello. She's <laughs> fucking covered in blood and shit. All over it, <laughs> It's just so uh, pleasant to be And again, coming back to the porno, I love the fact that it cuts up to the screen to show us some dude coming wandering in going, <laughs> what are you doing in here? You said you were going to do this. The boy goes, I talk. said no such thing. And he goes, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to her. And she goes, I've never seen you before in my life. And he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> he walks off. That was one of the funniest bits of the movie. I'm like, what are we watching here? <laughs> Uh, Uh, Yeah, look, I thought the performances were good. I think everybody's, you know, a solid performer. It is lacking a little bit in character arc. And there's a little bit of stuff that come up in my dislikes about how quickly things turn around between him and her, specifically. Yep. (laughs) There's a few questions there. Yeah, it just sort of fucking happens. I mean, namely, what the fuck are you doing taking him home? But anyway, we'll get to that. (laughs) The music... I love the I love the fact that they've picked as many songs as he could get mm. with the word moon in them, and yeah. uses blue moon repeated, repeatedly in three different versions. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then you got moon dance. You got what's the Credence Clearwater one? Badman Rising. Yeah. Rising. Yeah. yeah, great. They're all really good songs, and it it fits. They put them in at the right points. Yeah, we get the the blue moon at the start. We get um, the moon dance during the love making. We get the bad moon <laughs> rising when he's fucking waiting to sort of for the full moon to come. Yeah, uh, like I think they they do a really good job there. Uh, and it's a kind of again, it's kind of a humorous touch to yeah, the it is. proceedings. Yep, I think. Look, there was one or two times when it was on the nose. I felt, but overall, I. I did dig it. Like, mm. especially Bad Moon Rising, like, yeah, it just feels like a natural fit, right? Yeah. Like, and then Moon Dance, I thought was a good choice. Blue Moon three times, maybe pushing it, but yeah, yeah overall, I did I did like those. I think he had another they, one that they'd gotten, the, there, um, right? they'd gotten the rights to, but he couldn't use it. We didn't use it in the end. Mm. I can't mm. remember what song it was, but it might have replaced one of the Blue Moons. Well, I think, as, you know, has been mentioned a few times, Werewolf in London? That's yeah, that's bit. it. Werewolf in London. Yeah, was no, it written no. after? I thought it was. No, I think no, it was think available it was at the time, but they didn't. Warren yeah. Zevin wouldn't give yeah. him the yeah. rights. Warren wasn't having it. <laughs> um, the atmosphere at the countryside, the foggy rolling hills, mm. and there's no one around, and they build everything up to the slaughtered lamb, the whole atmosphere in the slaughtered lamb, you know, the yeah, way yeah. nobody wants to talk to them. And I love the fact that she goes. Can we get some, you know, soft... I can't remember what he's asking. He's asking for a few different tea. drinks. Yeah, She's yeah. like, we don't have that. We don't have that. And he goes, she has tea. tea. She goes, tea. And he goes, oh, yes. Do you have that? No. <laughs> but I love the fact that there's that, this foreboding sense of, you know, they're talking to each other after they've left, you know, and the yeah. woman's going, we have to go out there and get them. Yeah, I fucking love that. I and think he's that like, was... I think my favourite stuff in the movie was the, was the mm. slaughtered lamb stuff, and I dug as you said. Like, as soon as they walk out, there's this conversation where she's saying you can't let him go, and I'm thinking, is she saying you want to keep him here so we can kill him? Yeah. <laughs> or is she? And then they're like, no, no, no. And, and we start to evolve this conversation into, it's no, no, we can't have that on our conscious conscience. Mm. And the other bloke's like, 
we've got our secrets. Basically, yeah. you know, I can't remember his exact words, but he's essentially saying we got our secrets, and they're gonna have a chance. They're fucking. We leave it in God's hands, and this shit stays with us. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it's like. It's interesting because you think, what what side would you actually be on? Like these yeah. these people just wander in, and you basically from the get go, you're trying to fucking tell them, get the fuck out. This is not the place to be. But you're actually kind of doing the right thing. Mm. In yeah. some, you know, you, you, like it's. I just love the the interplay between. Really, there's only three of them. Yeah, the, there's the, the woman group, behind the bar, the dude, and the, two, the, the chess player. Yeah, and the guy playing the darts. Yeah, um, he's cranky, man. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of change. Miss. Initially, like, the guy playing chess is talking, and you think, oh, he's just fucking carrying on, but you get the guy playing darts, and you think, oh, he's the one to look out for. But then he's the one that fucking cracks. Yeah, when, yeah, the, yeah. when the doctor comes to town, yeah. and the other bloke's telling him, stop fucking talking. Like... Yeah. I just I, I thought those parts were some of my favourite stuff yeah. in, the, in the whole movie I mean fellas though stick to the road yeah. what the oh, fuck are you doing yeah. you're running off the road like two seconds I mean, they were anyway they didn't know where they were that was my that yeah, was but my you, biggest you know what a road looks like motherfucker you but, don't but walk off even, even if they tell me <clears throat> don't go off the road and I think those people were seedy I'm still like, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. We have to stay on the road. Like, otherwise, where do we end up? It was I a love that, man. man they kind of said, oh, yeah, yeah. what did they say? Trip. They said this, that, I'll oh, stay on the road. Oops. Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking two minutes ago, you <laughs> dildos. Like, <laughs> down. They've been going in a straight line and like, we don't know the way back. You <laughs> Left foot, right yeah. foot, make sure it's in on quick, the fucking road. In quick succession. Yeah, um, yeah what the? I would have fucking gone and slept behind the nearest fucking motel, like behind the <laughs> pub. Uh, I'm led to believe that if you'd have found the nearest golf course and fucking slept, <laughs> slept on the green. Yeah, Is that yeah, yeah. Oh, up on the green, yeah. <laughs> I would also potentially have had a snooze in the graveyard. <laughs> well, no, but the thing for me is... I mean, and I mean, I'm such a cat. I'd probably, think, you know, they'd say, stay on the road, and I'd be like, well, they want us on the road. Hmm. But then I'd go... If we veer off into the moors, we veer off into the moors, we're fucked. So I'd be walking like two metres off the road. Every time there was a bush, I'd fucking race up, kind of sit behind it for a couple of seconds, and then I'd quickly jump up and kind of leg it to the next one. I'm telling you right now, it's fucking dark, it's cold, it's foggy. These weirdos in this pub have told me to beware the moon and stay off the moors. Guess what? I'm sleeping behind the pub. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now. That's exactly right. You fucking... You just find somewhere around. <laughs> just I mean, I mean uh, look, maybe the fucking werewolf comes to town and rips people's asses yeah. apart, but who knows? But I'm as Maddie clearly... said, like, it really works when they're out. It's, it's kind of a less is more approach. Like, all you see behind them is the fog and the dark. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, that's in every direction. Yeah. You get the sense that it's in every direction. Mm. And so, you get the, the, it's lit well enough because of the full moon. Mm. That's what I love too, because normally you'd be thinking to yourself, "Well, you wouldn't be able to see shit." Well, you'd be able to see a fucking road. I know that, but oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and also, I don't know why you expect the guy that survived to tell you that a escaped lunatic ripped him apart. Because fuck, that wolf was huge. Yeah. You are yeah. definitely saying an animal killed my friend. No, you yeah. know what I'm calling immediately. It's fucking Bigfoot. I'm telling you, <laughs> I saw a Bigfoot. <laughs> He shapeshifted. I've watched life. enough videos on YouTube to know that was Bigfoot. <laughs> he teleported across the, <laughs> across the balls. 
I know it was a yeti because a yeti can't do that. <laughs> One of the best laughs I got was when the the wolf howls, yeah. and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And then. It howls again, the, the, and then they're in the pub and it howls and he, the, the bald guy ignores it he goes that was nothing I didn't hear anything fucking <laughs> 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 hell he goes again I love the fact too that uh, I tell you that's the most I think the, the, the kind of scariest part of that whole sequence on the moors because I think mm. that stuff is actually really scary because of the way they shoot the whole you, you can't see what's around you yeah, yeah. they're trying to sort of be light and humorous with each other yeah, 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 about yeah. the fact that they're lost and then you hear the fucking growl from a distance mm. and then they stop and they hear it in front of them yeah, you know? yes. and it's it's this low kind of yeah yeah and he starts saying it's circling us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's fucking creepy they start yeah. speeding up how they're talking yeah. plan what plan yeah. Like, yeah. and it's it's really scary mm. the way they do that and then they hit it with the they get you with the the jump scare when he tries to goes to pick David up and then it just comes out of the fucking blue David's a cat <laughs> he fucking runs <laughs> like talk about leg he yeah. legs it instantly he doesn't yes. even look back Nope. Gone. Would have been a better move. And <laughs> it's going. I, I would have kept going. Um, and di- uh, Jack gets just torn up. Like, it's really visceral mm. moment. The way they shoot it, you just mm. can see it kind of on top of him. And he's yeah. screaming and, you know, blood's going everywhere. And yep. then Is that where you take off and say, every man for himself? There's nothing I can do for you now. You were with someone? <laughs> well, I was on my own. I was walking alone on the roads at night when I heard what sounded like somebody being torn apart. <laughs> but it's a really, really solid... Like, that opening stuff is just... I reckon that's fucking awesome. And then we get... Probably my favourite bit of humour uh, is the two detectives coming to see the Doctor. Yeah. And it's just this fucking... It's like Abbott and Costello in action. <laughs> like, the bloke goes, would you like some tea? And the Doctor says, would you like some tea? And the old detective goes, no thanks. And the young guy who's standing, he's not sitting for whatever reason, he goes, I wouldn't mind some tea. <laughs> and the fucking old detective looks at him like, what? And he's like, I won't have any. <laughs> and he turns around and fucking knocks everything over. And, and then meanwhile, the doctor's on the phone talking about... Something about passed away. <laughs> <laughs> talking about something he doesn't want to fucking meet. <laughs> he's on the phone right now. Tell him I'm dead. <laughs> it escalates real quick. But I found that that sequence to be... Highly amusing. And then there's a sequence later on that's probably jumping ahead, but I just wanted to touch on the two detectives. When they come back to say, well, David's missing. Clearly he wasn't the man involved in these murders, (laughs) but we will find him nonetheless. And then the old guy leaves and closes the door, and the young guy's still standing there facing everybody, and he goes... We will find him. And he turns around. <laughs> hoping to walk out the door. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> he stops for a second like, ah. <laughs> that young cop was good. <laughs> the, the cop's like, the, the old fella's like having a rant about, uh, this is what the police report said. Everything you're, you're like, out of, the, the young fella's like, just goes, it looks like, it looks okay to me. <laughs> <laughs> he gets this awkward look. That was good. Yeah, that's right. And I also love the orderly, where yeah, she comes yeah. along and she says to him, "The 
guy in this room, has he been eating? Hey, I'm just an orderly. I just push this. Hey, don't talk to me. He's good. He's in it a couple of times, isn't he? <laughs> I got a good laugh from Frank Oz as the um, US. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He was so funny. And the, he <laughs> Calm <looks> down. <laughs> Why do you need to be so so rough? He's just he looks at him and he goes, "I'm from the American consulate." Uh, your family and Jack's family have been contacted and everything's in order. <laughs> like, the guy's fucking dead. Like, the guy's been ripped apart and you're here smiling at him. <laughs> everything's been taken care of. Uh, that, that was, was piss funny, yeah. And, and some of that, that's what I kind of like. The opening 25 minutes, or whatever it is, at the slaughtered lamb and everything is creepy yeah. and scary and, you know, just dripping with, like, horror and gothic fucking mm. stuff. Mm. And then we're fucking pissing around with in all the these city. strange characters in London, you yeah. know? Yeah. Is he cut or not? The, the, <laughs> the nurse's conversation. Yeah, that's right. I've looked into it, she says. Yeah. <laughs> but, again... How are you saying that a hu- a human being did that? Uh, even the cuts on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly a man didn't do this. Yeah. They're explaining <laughs> it away. And I think that's part of it, though. Like, it's such yeah. a... Like, a werewolf as a concept is such a silly thing. But even if it was just a wolf. Mm. Uh, you know, a big wolf. I mean, I know the moors in England, you wouldn't find a panther or <laughs> something like that roaming the streets. Well, you know, they roam around suburbs of Australia, apparently, Adam, so Literally, you could, yes, maybe, yes, possibly. Down to Lithgow or, you know, Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a large cat. Had <laughs> 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 a few too many, too many, uh, too much whiskers being fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the weird dreams. Mm. I found that shit unsettling, even though it's they're super weird. All of them. Yeah. First we've got him roaming, running around nude, killing deer. Then we've got mm. him seeing himself in the hospital bed. Yeah. Then we've got Nazis fucking burning his house down. That seems pretty intense. I know. And then cutting his throat and then killing her. Yeah. Like, it, all of it. The double dream. But I feel like it's kind of this unsettling, keeping you on edge. A little bit like what they do in The Exorcist, where mm. they have that face mm. turning up yep. randomly and you're like, oh, fuck, what was that? Yeah. You know? Um, they call it Captain Howdy or yeah, whatever. Fucking tell yeah, fucking tell you what. Jesus Christ, I don't know. That's all I He got pooed. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I remember thinking, that's not meant to be in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember uh, when you see it, you kind of just... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you just tighten up for a second. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to rewind, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw something. <laughs> and I, I like it. And I think, I guess, that's what they're trying to pull with the whole idea that the nurse doesn't think he's crazy. She yeah. just thinks that he's having bad dreams. Yeah. I think he's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going with, you are fucking crazy. Yep. 
batshit crazy. You are Captain Rats, mate. I'm definitely not taking him home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Listen, my sleeping with him. <laughs> Come on. Like, if I'm taking him home, you get your own room. Look, I'll lend you a five at tops. So I'll shake your hand and say, it was great to meet you. See you later. Best of luck. Yeah. Have a nice life. In this day and age, I call you an Uber. <laughs> yeah, I call you an Uber. And when you five k's down the road, I cancel the fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for shits and giggles. Too. When he first sees Jack, yeah, we talked about that's that. creepy. That is creepy. That's got that's yeah. got because uh, he kind of comes up out of nowhere, like because mm. we've had all these sequences in the hospital where David's talking about you know the the incident and everything like that. Yeah. Nothing sort of there's nothing that tells you that Jack's going to reappear. No. It's and that, I like the kind of mythology of it all. It's that scene from Pet Cemetery, the the dead it's guy. Yeah, dead guy, yeah. Victor, yeah. I feel like the mythology that they've got here, I th- I'm assuming it's probably from folklore and stuff like that. It's a bit more yeah. in the realm of werewolf, hmm. proper werewolf yeah. sort of folklore. Yeah. But the whole thing that he cannot rest until the wolf is killed. Yeah. And they do, they play with it though. Like when you know when he mentions silver bullets, and he's like, "Come on!" Like yeah. you know, they they kind of take what they what they want, and it does kind of work. Like, and the yeah. whole thing about do you have you ever do you know what it's like to talk to a corpse? It's boring. Yeah, <laughs> I also like the way that he he kind of you know he's decomposing. And even the last time, where you think, "Oh, it's just going to be the jaw," like the, you know, the jaw just moving up and down is going to look a little bit silly. It fucking doesn't. Yeah, it just plays well. Yeah, mm. it like, plays pretty well there. I mean, that's clearly a puppet, though. I think. Oh, of course, him, it's clearly a puppet, but it still looks good enough, and it's in the yeah. darkened theater, and they they do it from the side a lot, yeah. so you can see the fucking teeth. the teeth in the inside. You know, there's still there's still some skin over the top of it. Yeah, nice generally that all there. looks really good. Yeah. The second time when we see him too is is really cool when he's kind of he's in he takes a piss and then he closes the mirror the the medicine cabinet and here he is just standing there and he's fucking green. Yeah. And he's just rotten. Yep. And then there's that they're sitting on the couch together having a chat and they kind of they show it they do a shot specifically of his hands and they're all kind of ripped up and they're all green and rotting. It's just like fuck, you know. The, if, once again, the effects are awesome. Yeah. And the whole idea, once again, he keeps saying to him, you need to kill yourself. Mm. And the full moon is tomorrow and, you know, this is going to happen. And I, I thought, again, I feel like a little bit like one of the dislikes for me is that they kind of ran, they, they have a couple of goes at it. Yeah. And I feel like to get that grotesque, get Jack's grotesque sort of visage back again, we kind of explain the same thing. Yeah. When we see him the second time, we explain yeah. the same thing that you you have to kill yourself. Yep. You know, or you kind of like it. It's just trying to talk him into it, right? But it just builds up the pressure, right? Like the third time, there's all these other people and they're talking about different ways. And they, as I said, it's kind of a way to put what's going on in his head out there. And it's like just this developing kind of mental state that he's in that he's yeah. fucking starting to consider how would I do it and yes. stuff like that. Like. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's sort of after he's done. It. It's after he's done it as well. He's caused he's caused some carnage. He's killed some people. Yeah, we're coming back again. This is this. Look, I told you this was going to happen. Yeah, it's all, it's an I told you. And so. a, he actually says that to him. You know, you wanted to. You sure you don't want to tell me you told me so? Mm. The next 
well, there's about ten minutes there where he transforms, and then he just goes on a fucking tear mm. and just rips people to shit, and all of that stuff is just gold. You know, <laughs> the transformation is incredible. Everything from the fucking his hand going from in front of you, you see his hand going and stretching out to his his snout coming out, his eyes changing, his hair, his ears, like. Because they do everything. They kind of do everything for you. Yeah. It's just superb. And then he fucks up those two people behind the apartment. Yep. Kills the three hobos in Yeah. This old mate that's fucking swilling his... Well, he looks like he's drinking some brandy or whatever. He comes out. I can't remember what he says, but he's like, what's going on out here? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, mates. <laughs> Jesus, mate. That's all the way I'm handling No. Yeah. Especially with my wife saying, something's going on out there. Yeah, yeah. And there's clearly some, some yeah. screaming. Something's going on out there. Shit. I go to the doors and I go, click, click, click. Yeah, yeah. Lock them all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Not> the <laughs> Is everyone's okay? They'll knock when they turn up. I'm like the bloke in the in the slaughtered lamb. I don't hear anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was nothing. That was my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I love about that too is they don't overdo the gore either. Yeah. You don't actually see the after. You see the aftermath of the t- death of the two in, behind the apartment. Yeah. You briefly see the wolf attack them, but then it, you see the aftermath of her arm sort of yeah. ripped off. You don't see what happens to the three hobos at all. Like, they don't even show them. You, you hear the wolf is there, mm. yeah. and that's about it. And then old mate in the subway, they use the POV and all that. Yep. It's a they, really good effect. Yeah, right? and they that's do... That's where you get the scares, right? It's not necessarily the gore, even though there is a little bit of that. Yeah. We see the wolf very briefly come wandering out. Yeah. On all fours and stuff. Like, he... I'm assuming it's probably a guy in a suit. It's it's hard to tell, but because it's, it's from a distance, it works really well. Because mm. you only see it briefly, but you can see how big it is, yeah. and it's coming towards him. Uh, and I think that stuff just works a treat. You know, it's it's really really well done. And once again, it comes back to the horror elements, really full on. Like it yeah. really comes back to it. Yep. And then we go back to some comedy, you know? Like, yeah. it's it's kind of these little sort of ebbs and flows of either, but both. Him trying to get those balloons. That is quite awkward now, yeah. looking at it, but it is quite funny, too, where mum, he turns up to mum and goes, a naked American has <laughs> Oh, God. And then it just cuts to him. Legging <laughs> 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 it across and stealing that woman's coat on the way past. Yeah. And then he's standing there in the in line to get on the bus going, uh, uh, interesting weather we've <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> and he wakes up in the zoo. Like, I kind of liked all that sort of yeah. stuff that he... He went. He kind of went back to where his species yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. lives, and that they respected him enough to leave him alone. I yeah, thought that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, other yeah. thing that was pretty cool about that. So I thought all that was kind of really cool. Um, as I said, I think that subway sequence is the one that sticks out the most from watching it mm. again. I actually kind of liked the call to his sister. In the phone box, 
mm. his family. Well, he's got the knife. And out. they're not, they're not, the family's not there, but he's trying to explain that I love you because clearly he wants to, he's going to try and do something to himself. Yeah. And he puts the knife to his hand. And I actually liked when he tries to get arrested. Yes. And I kind of liked a lot of that. Like, I kind of liked the fact that he was trying to take steps because he clearly knows that he did something. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't know what he did. Mm. But again, he's clearly going crazy. And the girl's still like, kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Not quite. Uh, so, sorry, you said you woke up at the zoo. <laughs> well, I, mean, I want you out of my house by look, the time I get there. A few points. Anyone can wake up at the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have said, listen, I went out, I got shit-faced, <laughs> and I woke up at the zoo in the noon. Uh, so what? So what? <laughs> yeah, just a reasonable night on the gas, isn't it? Like, <laughs> he'll shake it off. He'll yeah, be right. we, we'll, we've all been there. We've all <laughs> been there. Yeah. Okay. But I did like that sequence because it kind of it kind of showcases that he does understand that he has to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually take take some steps here. Mm. We talked about the scene in the porno theatre, which I thought was piss funny, mm. but also I kind of da- I really like the dark humour of yeah. all of these people. It gets really dark. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. listen to the conversation, it's, as I've said a couple of times, that's that's almost as heavy as it gets yeah. in the whole movie, but it's also surrounded by <laughs> some funny shit. Like, so, so there's some, something about hanging himself. <laughs> you know, yeah. He might... He might swing there for a while. And he should, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with the, 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 the hobos and the old... Was, there was a bit of a fucking Waldorf and Statler vibe to some of that <laughs> yeah, shit true. that was going on there. Yeah, I like that. And just the finale. This is the last thing for me, but it's just fucking all happening. Yeah. Everything's getting smashed. People are getting their heads bitten off. This thing is running loose. And then we get that piss funny sequence where the doctor turns up to Alex's house and goes, yeah. there's been reports of a mad dog running loose. And she goes, David. Yeah. Yeah. I, like that, yeah. I like that he jumps out of the cab. She just goes home. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't follow him up at all. I know, I know. She goes home to have a sleep. Yeah, that's right. That's what I like. Yeah. He's clearly crazy. And she is not. she does not follow up on it. She's like, oh, what are you doing? He pops up in a oh, house. That's so funny. Uh, but that's it for me from, from the likes perspective. Uh, Anything else from you, two gents? No, not for me. Well, I'll remember one later. That's, that's <laughs> <me. laughs> Dislikes. Alex and David's relationship is built on zero. Uh, zero. Yeah, not like, much. Not the much. fact that that it even gets to the to the end where she says that she loves him yeah. like I'm just like don't, nobody can fucking possibly believe this well, you've known this guy for like two weeks he has told you he's a fucking werewolf well, these two it's things. a month it's got to be a month because it's moon oh yeah moon. cycle moon cycle yeah, okay. yeah. you've uh, known him for a month and he and has told you like a fucking lunatic. I feel like for a month. Two <laughs> weeks would have been more believable. Oh, he's just coming out of this um, state. There's something traumatic's happened to yeah. him. And but four weeks. A month of thinking, hmm, <laughs> something's going on here. It's a bit <laughs> tedious. You're talking to your girlfriends and going, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> he's never hungry for dinner because he's eating a whole person. <laughs> mm. 
He's holding these boots with Zoom and he's, you know, I checked the toilet the other day. I checked the toilet the other day and things were fucking very out of point. I don't know what he's been eating, but it's not good. I mean, it looked like the worst toilet. I had the note, Alex is a sicko. That's pretty fair. But this, I mean, this ties into... That was that was on my list. That, that there's just not much there between those two. No, and it's really unbelievable. And I know you got to you got to accept some. You got to suspend the disbelief in certain areas. But that one's just too far. Mm. Because she's in the hospital. She's seeing what's going on. Yet she thinks she's swooning over him. But then when he's when he gets to the apartment or whatever, she's seeing him acting nuts. Mm. But it continues on. But. That then goes to my other biggest dislike. It kind of ruins the ending for me hmm. because it's so unbelievable and it kind of takes away... This is where the horror and the comedy balance really doesn't work for me, is the ending. Hmm. Everything else, fine, but it means the ending does... It, it lacks the tragedy of something like The Wolfman. Like yeah. I, I can watch The Wolfman now and say... Yeah, there's parts that are hard to connect with because it was fucking 80 years ago, so yeah. there's there's societal changes, the way people are acting and things like that are a little different. But you watch that and you're like, it's fucking tragic. It's really sad yeah. at the end. This one, you lack that. Even though he's fucking dead, you're just kind of like, yeah. oh, well, that That's happened. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. There's no, there's no emotional resonance, even though she's busted up by the fact that he's dead. Yeah. It just doesn't hit. She is. I'm not. Like, it's just kind of like, I don't know why you are. I, I never got the sense that you should be. The, fi- the, the, the film probably could have done with like 20 minutes of extra building of character. Yeah. And well, it's not that far that. from this feeling really fucking tragic yeah. at the end. But the fact that, and it, you know, we spoke about how there's not, if you broke it down to like, the, the arcs of the character or you broke the film down to the plot points of he does this and then this happens and because of that this happens and because of that it's pretty fucking limited in that regard yeah. it all centres around what's going on in his head talking with Jack but because of that you just don't get much with her so it's kind of like the stuff that works you wouldn't give that up but it kind of doesn't allow some of the other stuff to happen and for me the ending just kind of falls flat a little bit it does yeah because you there's the idea is that he is she is supposed to be in love with him I mean the carnage is great death. <laughs> the carnage is fucking fantastic <laughs> but after the carnage I would have been like oh man that, that really sucked and mm. that broke my heart but it didn't yeah it didn't yeah. It, it didn't because that relationship's not solid no it's not earned no none of it's not earned not really right so the idea that he is trying to kill her because he's a wolf, he's in yeah. a wolf form. But th- th- you could have th- almost th- had her trying to come up with some measures to stop him doing damage as the werewolf. Yeah. What are we going to do so that doesn't happen again? So we can yeah. get together. Yes. There was an opportunity there. That but also, let her in on more of. They didn't so even. They didn't even go with like him. You know his humanity coming through for a few seconds. Well, what the yeah. fuck? It was just a goofy motherfucker. No, but you know what I mean. Like, no, but when he's a wolf, you know what I mean. When he's a wolf, and she says, "I love you," mm. I was expecting the wolf to kind of heal or something. Heal, yeah, or or or, or, or not, or, or drop the growl, or you know. But he it doesn't. Doesn't even happen at all. He just goes at her straight away. Like it's like, so you don't even get that kind of measure that. He understands that yeah. she loves him because the idea was he said he loved her and she didn't say it back at the time. Yeah. That 
to me, the wolf heals for a second because it real it's him. His yeah. humanity is still coming out. Didn't even go there mm. because they've they've undersold the two of them. Yeah. Because you can't exactly what you're saying. There seems to be absolutely no reason why she would fall for him. Mm. Like nothing. No. He, apart from the fact that he's American, so the whole idea of like he's he's foreign, he he comes with a different you know yeah. different way about him. But other than that, there's nothing that's that special special yeah. about him or anything he does in the entire mm. time that they're together that would make me think that he wasn't just notch on the bedpost number eight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's the end of the deal. Their flirting is some of the most. It's awkwardness awkward, yeah. I've ever seen the, on the train when they're when he's going when he's pulling faces to the punks he's yeah. like what is going yeah, on here what are you doing? and she's like laughing at I mean dude <laughs> I, I am going we are going to get fucking killed yeah, right. yeah. little switchblade yeah yeah that's right <laughs> and for something that's not actually that funny yeah, I yeah, can yeah, stop yeah, it yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no mate we're past that. Let's yeah. just move on. But also, as I said, if some woman, if, if I knew someone for two weeks and then she said, "Listen, I've had seven lovers," I'm going. I don't care. Like, I, I, yeah, look, I don't need a scouting report. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, Lover number one. He's yeah, five for ten. Yeah, no, doesn't do specially in the cost, but he had a big cash. So there's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to give you the rundown, don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want the comparison. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't know. I want, want to come in with a clean slate. The hope that you might give. Me a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping you hadn't had many because I'm a dad in a sack, so <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, see, see, so that's where my head my, my head drops, and I go, so I won't be number eight. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so when he's coming on, you clearly I'm in and out. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like a ten day contract. Yeah, I've got a ten day contract. I will not be picked. It will not be picked back up. I can assure you. Oh, but man. the bottom line is, he is fucking raving like an idiot. Like, yeah. what? What would? What would make you take someone home who has clearly told you that they saw their fucking friend who was ripped to shreds? On the moors, you, you spoke to them, yeah, and that you're a werewolf. I thought. I mean, that's crazy. Initially, I thought it was building up to oh, everyone else is just kind of in and out of the room, just doing the job. She's the only one that's getting to know him, and she's she's kind of getting a sense of who he is, or whatever. But even that doesn't really work. You know, they don't show you that. She's no. sitting there. She's there's a part where he wakes up and she's sitting there because he needs someone with him. And he's like, she's like, uh, do you want me to read to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the most. Sing to me. <laughs> you sing to me. <laughs> she's the, the other thing is she seems to be the only one that knows that he's seeing his dead mate, so she's the yeah. fucking least likely to take him anywhere. Oh yeah, surely <laughs> she's sitting she's around the one with her girlfriends, rich. going, "You should see this fucking weirdo that we've got at last." She's week. the one saying to the doctor. I think he needs an extended stay down that part of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. As you said, down the hall. Shackle him she to his bed. a charming guy. Yeah, I know, but that's it. There's no charm. Like, yeah. at, at no point, 
is any of their interactions charming or 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 kind of flirtatious? Like even that bullshit where she feeds him. Yeah. Like I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like it's <laughs> yeah. fucking lunacy. Yeah, it doesn't play. It doesn't work for me. He wakes up from a dream and just gives her a big patch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this person fucking pouring piss on your own piss on you yeah. in the bedpan. And- <laughs> been, uh, that's, that's where another chance for comedy was. It could have been the orderly again. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I just, I just push things around. I don't make out with people. Uh, uh, I actually felt that the the, the 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 only time the effects don't really stand up is the Nazi guys. <laughs> I think the faces are kind of rough. Yeah, because the faces don't really yeah, move, don't really move much. that much. But I think they look really they look cool. cool but the they're one kind in particular of that looks looks pretty cool. The one that cuts his throat. He's yeah. got like the fangs and shit. And yeah. He's drooling and that. Yeah, that, that kind again, of thing. Again, okay. fuck's going on there? It's I'm a bit of a why. Yeah. I felt I was back into the mental state that I was for three hours during midsummer. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what the fuck's happening? Because I understand why he's having the dreams of being a wolf. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. understand Even why the, the Nazis are fucking. <laughs> Even Is this some of the commentary yeah. that I'm just not? His family. <laughs> what? And then stabbing. The nurse to death, mm. quite fucking heinously, mind you. Yeah. Yes. There, yeah, that one comes out of nowhere. That felt, that one just felt like a little, a cheap bit of extra gore, though. Yeah, maybe. Because you kind of knew it was a dream, and then when it happens again, you're like, what the... F- oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck, you got me again there, like... Yeah, yeah, agreed. Cheat. You cheated. You like all that stuff at the Slaughtered Lamb, mm. which I think is also excellent. Yeah. But I also feel like the Doctor's investigation... <laughs> It's all feel no, but it feels like unnecessary. Yeah, like to to what end? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't to really go end? anywhere. Nothing. Well, he jumps to the conclusion that they're hiding something. That's it. Whereas to me, the best way to finish is that the doctor shoots David. Yeah, I mean, you jump to the conclusion that they're hiding someone the fucking second you walk in the door. Well, as soon as I see the fucking sign saying the slaughtered lamb with a fucking. <laughs> but when everyone walks in, the fucking when you walk in and the music stops and everyone turns and looks at you, I think. <laughs> I've just stumbled into a fucking drug front or something here. <laughs> I'm going to go to the pub down the road. I'm going to yeah, stick yeah. to the road on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, the slaughtered lamb. I mean, who's drinking at the slaughtered lamb? Yeah, exactly. Why are they out when the werewolf is out the loose? <laughs> but you get the sense that they should know who the werewolf is and they should be, I don't know. They you, should have clocked him earlier. Yeah. You, I think... In part, like, not really uncovering exactly what they know other than they know werewolves exist, <laughs> really, it, it, it sort of works. Mm. But as you said, it means the Doctor goes there and... I mean, I love that scene, like, yeah. the, the, the oh, back it's great, and forth. Yeah. But in the scheme of things, and this is kind of comes back to what I said about the, the, the kind of story and the plot elements, there's some that just don't really... It's not, it's yeah. not very drawn out and it's not very... It's not a big part of the movie, really. No. Yeah. You could throw a crazy, crazy Steve down the streets. Yeah, give me a crazy dead Ralph. bodies. <laughs> is he? Is he going to be feeding tonight? Yeah. As a like, they just need to make a comment about is he going to be feeding tonight? Like they know it's not a regular occurrence. So yeah. It's not as much of a risk. Yes. Just yeah. something, something little like that. Yeah, yeah. And and look, there was more to. And I could have seen the. You know, the whole story even taking place in that 
small yeah. town. Yeah. You know? But the funny part is, I kind of wanted some of that towards the end, but the funny part is the woman that is serving them and he's the one that immediately when they walk out, it's like, you can't let them go. It's like, well, you're the one that told him you didn't you fucking have anything to and you get out of Basically, oh, we don't have that. We don't you were rude. No, we don't have Yours, that. The service was fucking two-star at best. I'm going straight on the Yelp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Half a star. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you Google... Purely for the shelter over my head in shit weather. If you Google the slaughtered lamb, it's like one and a half out of five. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Google reviews are rough. But... Yeah, she sort of goes, you can't let them out there, yet you went out of your way to be an asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and put us on our way. Correct. And look at us. We're both morons. You know we're... <laughs> <laughs> you know we are on the moors within... Okay. okay. Mm. Uh, but why doesn't one of the, the two of them, again, silly little question, but the doctor goes in there and they say, we don't have any of this, so he looks at his hat and goes, oh, Guinness is fine. Those two idiots could have said that, couldn't they? Just give us a fucking Guinness. Yeah. What do you have? That's the question. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going tea, uh, you know, gin and tonic. Uh, I'm just going, what do you got? Warm water. Was After I get told twice, lemon in it? don't have that, don't have that. What do you got? Guinness. I have one of those. But also, let's get shit-faced at the slaughtered yeah, lamb yeah. and then fucking... Wander out. Wander out and just lay down somewhere. Yeah. You were drunk. I did so. like that. I did like that, <laughs> yeah. um... You know, the whole idea of feeling uncomfortable in a place and then your fucking silly mate goes, what's, on the, what's that on the wall? Like, yeah, we definitely have to leave now. That, that part of it Yeah, I like that. Really yeah, works. yeah, I like that. But, but yeah, the woman, I mean, your conscience can't be that fucking worried about it because you're the one that's fucking sending them on their way. You must have known it was a full moon. Yeah. Like, well, you clearly didn't want them there. Yeah. So why are you fucking winning? Someone wanders in, you look at your watch and you're like, oh, fuck, it's sundown, it's a full moon. We better offer them at least something, you know. Here's a room, go upstairs and go to sleep. Yeah. Exactly. If you guys look tired, go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah we've, got, we've got a back room here, you can, you can bed down there. Yeah, I'll bring yeah. you something to eat. Yeah. And don't go outside. Just, <laughs> whatever you just do, let, do not leave just, the confines of your of Let this place. Rick Mail play some chess. <laughs> Rick Mail. Oh, shit. It was good to see Rick Mail in there. Oh, for God's sake. Performance of his life. Exactly. And the last one for me was him offering the kid two pounds for the balloons while he's in the nude. That has, has a slightly <laughs> creepy vibe in this day and age. Just a touch. <laughs> Just a touch. Couldn't get away with it. Yeah. And also, where's he hiding that two pounds? In his bubble? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did not where see did that come from? <laughs> He did not seem to have a pouch or a wallet or anything. Did you roll a couple of pounds in your foreskin before you went on? I don't know. <laughs> You've also just been out eating people, so even if you did have your wallet, you probably dropped it. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. That is pretty stupid. I don't think that was going anywhere. Yeah. Okay, what else? Have you guys got anything else? Not enough vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, funnily enough, outside I felt outside the the needle drops. The the music aside from that wasn't great. It was just fairly standard. Yeah. And I mean, it probably suffers from the fact that it was in an era where all of these horror movies had these really memorable scores, scores yeah, yeah, and yeah, themes. Yeah. This one doesn't really have it. No. But it probably it's not a big problem because, as you said, it picks some some pretty classic tunes to. To go with, yeah. But my, yeah, my other biggest one, and we've kind of spoken about it 
and, and kind of dance around it. But the fact that his mate coming back and, you know, appearing to him, he kind of papers over the fact that he's not really shaken up by the fact that his mate has been gruesomely murdered <laughs> at yeah. all. Mm. He's still on his fucking... He's still in the Kentucky mindset. He's trying, yeah. to, trying to latch on with... Lay doesn't care. His buddy, he watched his buddy get torn to shreds <laughs> by something. You're, fit, you're going home. That trip, yeah. that holiday is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a moment where he's like... Yeah, where can I reconnect with the Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed a couple of yeah, weeks because yeah. I've been in Austin. Where are they now? <laughs> They're in Greece. Head to Mykonos. Head to Mykonos. What about Jack? Oh, his body's been sent over. Fucking don't worry about it. There you go. You've just got the sequel planned out. That's that sequel. There's that scene where she's buying groceries and he's sizing up her bank account. He's like, he's like, these are expensive. And she's like, yeah, it's very hard to pay for stuff in London with a single wage. And she goes, he goes, how do you live? And she goes, very carefully. And I'm thinking, what is this scene about? <laughs> Not carefully enough, because that bloke wouldn't be on your shoulder if you were fucking careful. <laughs> no, no. You know what? Women being, you know, hooking up with weirdos and shit was going on in 1981. So <laughs> <laughs> right now, she would have been smart enough to know, I am not taking this guy home. Yep. I'm, I, may, I may think he's attractive. Pretty sure of that. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. And I may put him as number eight on the list, but I, <laughs> I am not. He is not staying in my house. Yeah, no. I love that he just turns up to the house and they haven't even discussed it. He's like, "There's one bed." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so seedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I, what I'd love to see is an outtake after the sex scene. She gets up and. All the silverware's been stolen. He's left. He'd be more likely to be wearing a colander on his head. <laughs> yeah. her, her grandmother's lovely candlesticks are all <laughs> And then he usually comes back after he wakes up at the noon. He <laughs> goes, ah... Uh, couldn't have to borrow a robe or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got nowhere else to go. And I sold you candlesticks. <laughs> and then I lost my wallet. I sold you candlesticks for two pounds, which I stuffed up my ass, luckily, because that's how I, <laughs> that's how I was able to catch the subway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, how are you getting on the subway, dude? Like, how are you getting on the subway? You have no money. But also, you know what? He seems to shake off the fact that he woke up in the fucking zoo in the nude pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, I looked at it and I said, he's on a Kentucky tour. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. As you said, he's checking the schedule thinking, how can I get to Mickey before they leave? <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, look, I've been, I've been fucking cooped up for far too long. I need to get down to Mykonos because that's where the tour is now ending up. Yeah. Oh, holy oh, shit. I can commiserate for my dead mate whilst I'm travelling to Mykonos. What's that? What's that? I'm missing the fucking toga party. By the time I get there, I'll be ready to cut loose. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact it wasn't Mykonos when I went it was uh, Corfu <laughs> <laughs> we had a fucking toga party at Corfu oh, and I'll tell you what mate if I'd been woken up in the zoo I would have been desperate to get back on the fucking <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd have had a sack. Oh, well, you'd have been disappointed you lost your belt because you would have had a sack of beers tied to it. That you'd be missing. That was actually in London. <laughs> Why did they go there and shoot a scene? <laughs> yeah. up on the floor. Down, down, to, down to the fucking, down to the church. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honestly, no, that is one of the... There was a lot wrong. There was a lot going on there. That was the sack of beers. You get a sack of beers full of fucking ice, and then you tie it to your belt. <laughs> <laughs> you wandered around up there. I don't, I don't need to go. I, need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to drink course. my beer out of a glass, or at the very least, a can out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the beers were in cans. I was just in a sack. <laughs> You had a loop bag. I love it. <laughs> there was sawdust on the floor, so if you chundered, you, they just... just, just <laughs> why why exactly did you make your hands free at this particular establishment, Adam? <laughs> so you could do the Macarena. I didn't come There was that, but they also decided the strippers were on, and everyone got excited. It was a fucking bloke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look, the church, the church is an interesting place. Interesting might not be the word. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I had interned a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, well, I think well, you might have. <laughs> 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 Could have turned into anything. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that was the... The tour was over by then. You know what? I shouldn't have been in the place. (laughs) You're off the tour. You can choose your establishment, and that's what you chose. Well, I've been on a Kentucky tour for six weeks, so why raise my my standards now? Yeah, exactly. Well, basically, that was probably it. Plus, I had no money. Yeah. yeah, of course. My funds, were, my funds were at all times. I've got just enough for a sack of beer. Funds alone, beer's cheaper by the sack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, at that point, I've, I've lost my pants, but I've still got my belt. So yeah. I've got yeah, 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 hook me up. I hook me up with a sack of beers. And yeah, what it was fucking VB. <laughs> I, can, I can attach the sack to a pole and use it for all my life. Look, possessions at the end of the night. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, if I went to London to get away from VB. <laughs> if only, uh, if I wanted to be a hobo and you gave me a well, I at least had the sack. You had the sack ready to go. <laughs> yeah, again, look, look, this sounds even worse now that I realise, yes, I was not on the trip. This movie like, is just like kind of like the, the reminiscing about your trip in London. That turned into a fucking wet yeah, 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 woke up dude in the zoo. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking doco. <laughs> <laughs> Without all the gruesome murder, but the rest of us, yeah, pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys got anything else? <laughs> Are we going to continue to talk about my fucking drinking habits? <laughs> because, you know, this could get ugly. <laughs> we continue with it. <laughs> it's already not good. <laughs> For a bloke that doesn't indulge much anymore, it's always fun to remind you of the time that you had a sack of beer tied around your fucking waist. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I had a few rough, rough moments. Yeah, that can take you to them. Yeah, and I was a bit older, so you'd think that I was a little bit more mature. <laughs> You're the sensible one. <laughs> You're all picking your face. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's not worry about that anymore. That's well past. It's beyond me now. At least your mate's mum was just doing a life exam. That's... <laughs> there's, there's lines you'll draw that's it <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, okay you got nothing else people no, 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 no. I need an embarrassing story to come out between, <laughs> between the ninja rat oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well fuck you because I tell you what, <laughs> me carrying fucking a six pack of uh, VB in a sack on my fucking belt well, not in the same class I as can you, tell you, you, would, you would have needed you would have needed your beers on your belt if ninja rap came because the dance moves required by there. <laughs> so you had to have him on your belt at that point. Holy shit, mate. I tell you what, it's more like one hand up now. Oh, yeah. Left and right yeah, now. Left and right up. Hey, man, I got it. <laughs> and again, if your sack was a bit loose, things could fly, you know. Like, yeah. You need to be a bit careful because that Maddie, thing was full of fucking ice, too. You don't need any embarrassing stories because you're, you're, yeah. you taking a date to a movie with serious masturbation has lasted for a couple of years now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you'll find you might be the, uh, the winner here. <laughs> you're still living on You know what? Neither of our stories involve women who might be interested in us. <laughs> yeah, correct. Our stories both involve the various ways women would look at us and go, no fucking way. I wouldn't vomit on that bloke. <laughs> you know what, though? Okay, so I bought a second beer, but nobody else needs to know about it, okay? Look, if you, you know, if you want to sort of, you know, explore this further, I'll buy you a sack of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> hang it off your belt. We'll take things up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This is how, I would have walked up to the first girl and said, Beer? Beer for a drink. I have four. I'm more a sack of daiquiri kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Even though she was in the same place that I was, she still said it was a no-go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, fuck you. Yeah, no. like, you were like a leper in a place where there was fucking sawdust on the floor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. I think you you kind of you lose and you win, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's get off that. Let's never bring that up again. Until <laughs> until about until about a month goes by. Yeah, well, it somewhat, some idiot remembers <laughs> the facts of the of that period. That was an American Wheel from London. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you can get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Instagram at Thrill Me Podcast AU, and Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next movie that we cover. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.